0: We appreciate your listenership and loyalty to Dairy Stream. To show our appreciation, we'd like to give you ten percent off your Dairy Strong conference registration with promo code Dairy Stream. One word. No space. If you're new to Dairy Strong, for nearly a decade, our Dairy Strong Conference has been the premier event for forward thinking farmers and the professionals that support them. Dairy Strong brings together Wisconsin's signature community to captivate, celebrate, and motivate. Join us January 18th through the 19th in Madison, Wisconsin to hear from inspiring speakers and reconnect with old friends. Visit dairyforward.com for more information.
1: Welcome to Dairy Stream, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations that fight for sensible dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. Dairy Stream focuses on issues affecting the dairy community and our customers. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Austin. Well, Dairy Stream is brought to you by the Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative and the Dairy Business Association. And again, we thank them for all their support and glad to have them as really the engine behind our Dairy Stream. I'm Mike Austin and with us today is Joanna Guzzo, who has been our editor and producer and also writer of Dairy Stream since its inception, and now will become its host. And I know that she's gonna do a fantastic job. And I wanna ask Joanna a little bit as we talk about Dairy Stream, about where it could be heading and you, our listener, and what we're trying to do for your benefit. And so, Joanna, I mean, you talked about feedback earlier. Can you share a little bit of you know what has been some of that feedback over these three years?
0: Yeah. And, and I want to emphasize, we we value this so much and take it to heart. I have notes from, you know, the past two and now almost three years of how Dairy Stream has performed. And you've submitted that through surveys or you've sent feedback to the podcast at Dairy Forward email. I'm the one that's checking those and, and taking all those considerations. And one of the questions we asked them on our feedback survey was to describe Dairy Stream. And Mike, a lot of this is Credited to you and how you have conducted um, the episodes for each Dairy Stream podcast. But people said that it's informative, it's cutting edge, it's an in depth look at current and future issues. And this is what Mike did for us it's easy to digest, it's timely, it's professional, and it's to the point. And that's something I know when Mike and I sat down and we were thinking about what we wanted each episode to look at, we said, Cut the chit chat, get into the get into the topic. And obviously that's what our guests have seen and recognized and shared with us. So um, I credit that to you, Mike, of of making that
1: happen. Well, I was just saying that's very kind of you and takes a little stress off my mind. I didn't want to retire and you know, knowing that. As you mentioned that the information was easy to digest, I was hoping it wasn't the opposite because then I might go on to, you know, infinity being Mike, acid indigestion, Austin. I just didn't want that to happen. So I'm glad it was more digestible. Right,
0: Mike, that's too much of a mouthful. Yeah, it it really is. (laughs) Mike, some other things that, you know, other um, people that are involved in social media or, uh, you know, podcasts themselves might find interesting that our, our listeners have said, They really like the 30-minute episodes, and I know you mentioned in the first half talking about how we did have those longer ones, and actually our most popular one of all time, the What to Know About FMMOs and PPDs, almost went to an hour. But that was an important topic that we were able to, we said, I said, Mike, you have the free reign to go over the time limit because we know people care about it, but it has been said to us that they like 30-minute long episodes. The most popular platform that people listen to Dairy Stream is on Apple Podcasts. But along with the other podcast apps, another very popular one is Chrome, which is kind of fascinating to me because that tells us that some of our audience is listening from their computer. So while right. they're at work or maybe they're in their farm office, that they have Dairy Stream streaming uh, through their computer too. But the big thing too is just continue to send us feedback. I know now with with Mike handing the reins over to me, that's something that I'm going to value and take to heart. So if there's a topic you want covered or there's a topic in the near future or a series, or you don't like something that I'm saying or doing, please, you can send all that feedback to podcast at dairyforward.com.
1: No, the very good points indeed. And yeah, feedback is always important, especially uh in our area of, you know, broadcast, be it commercially or on a podcast. We do appreciate that not only, you know, for critiquing both, you know, the good and the bad, because yeah, you know, we're skin this tough enough we can take it so you know your honesty certainly is appreciated plus just your wanting maybe a particular topic to be covered in more detail or brought to the table uh we're glad to do that for you uh do i also want to ask you as we look ahead now to dairy stream in 2023 i know you always look ahead and work ahead so what might be some of the things you're really going to focus in on for the next series of dairy stream episodes
0: You know, Mike, it's funny you mentioned this in the first half. The one big thing is keeping a farmer voice in majority of our episodes. Sometimes it's been a little bit challenging. One more just for timing and how busy the farmer's farmer schedules are and getting them on the uh, on, you know, to do an interview. But making sure that their ideas and almost their kind of that testimony of that idea. So making sure that we keep a, a local farm voice in the episodes making sure that we continue to cover future trends. Anytime we can start peeking at something that's coming down the pipeline, that is usually one of our most popular episodes. Things that I have on my list is carbon credits, more about automation. I know a series that was brought up from the DBA and Edge team was focusing in on workforce because we know how important that is and not only from the items coming down from the policy side, but also just making sure that you're taking care of your employees and that they're happy because you need them to keep your operation running. We're going to continue to dissect some policy topics. I know there's been some stuff that it just goes over our head, but that's where we're going to throw an expert here on Dairy Stream to talk about those topics. Structurally, I mean, I I am hoping to keep a similar format of what how Mike has conducted the interviews. One thing I'd like to do a little bit differently is more of like a preview of the episode that might happen in the beginning of the of the podcast. And also considering maybe releasing like a preview of our episode that would come out on Monday for then our episode that's are always released on Wednesday mornings, just to kind of give people a preview or even like the large selling points for those people that prefer to listen to a 10 minute interview. Then if they want to learn more, they can listen to the full episode on Wednesday from what I've learned from you, Mike. I want to make sure that we're staying to the subject, making sure that we're not talking about a product, but an idea. That's the one thing you said to me. And I'll never forget when I asked (laughs) you to be a podcast host was, I am not going to sell a product. And I think that is one thing that has put us above and beyond where I ever thought we would be because we're not Commercial for someone. We are here to educate uh, the farming community on on a topic. And then, Mike, another piece of advice you've given me through the years is let the guests be the guide. And I think that shows, we do a lot to get ready for these interviews. And, you know, we give questions in advance so that our guests know what is expected of them. But there has been a handful of episodes, Mike, that I probably didn't write down the question that they were the most passionate about and and they give feedback. So sometimes I think people don't want to change what I might have put, but you as the host, you would go in and you would ask a question and you can just hear it in their voice that they're more passionate about that topic. And you've kind of went down a different avenue than was expected that we thought it was going to go. So just making sure that I keep that in mind is letting the guests be the guide. You know, Mike, from your past experiences as a farm broadcaster and now as a podcast host, what do you believe we should continue to focus on on Dairy Stream?
1: Well, I think you covered a lot of it. And I commend you for that. And I just telling the audience as a sidebar, again, you can tell by this lady's passion and knowledge and, you know, again, just faith in this podcast and what it can grow into uh, that you got to feel confident and look forward to those upcoming episodes. But, yes, uh, you know, as, as you said, the, let the guests really be the guide. Let them control it. You're there to have kind of hold back the parameters, keeping them within kind of the road you want them to travel. But at the same point, if they've got a different side road they want to take, and it's one that we all want to take and didn't realize it, you know, let them do that. I also agree that keeping the farmer's voice you know, in the majority of the episodes is certainly a great idea. And it's what we try to do since uh, day one. Uh, you know, I've learned over the last four decades that Farmers want to hear from their peers as well, and, and some of our more popular episodes have been, you know, farmer-related, farmers sharing their story, and I think that's an important thing to keep in mind, and what he and or she, you know, has done on the farm with either some technology or practice or that that has worked and hasn't worked, so they can learn from that, and again, this is a business, so we're talking about investments, so, you know, what type of ROI you know, have they seen and what they've done or what they're trying to uh, promote. And that return on investment certainly is beneficial because, you know, we still are a bottom line business. I think uh, we do learn from the past and We need the past to help us build ourselves to grow in the future. So, as I mentioned in my open, you know, how many things really have changed over these 40-plus years and uh, transitions that have been made to keep dairy vibrant. Uh, There's a lot of things that, you know, you talked about when we Talked about topics that were covered from you know, conservation practices, energy saving, manure management, herd health, productivity—all those things I think we'll hear down the uh, down the road. But I agree with your uh, advisors there that obviously the tight labor force and the aging in agriculture—that's key—and I think that's something we need to go deeper into. Plus, as I said, it's a dollar and cent business, so you know pricing components and trends all should continue to be discussed and covered. And then the whole family farm structure, you know, be aware to, if you're going to be successful into the future and keep that family name and business going, you need to know how to do a farm succession, you know, properly and successfully. And that's an important topic that I think we need to revisit because we are aging in agriculture and those things I'm sure in many of your minds you're discussing now, or at least should be thinking about because we want to keep the word farm and family together. And then the last thing that I hope maybe we'll have a little more is, is I've always been an advocate, as I said earlier, about dairy promotion and telling your story, because it's something I've always felt that when you talk about agriculture in particular, it's a great story. And the best storytellers are you yourself, the producers. And that's why I hope that, again, Dairy Stream will always kind of center in on dairy's and dairy's voice. And I think if it does that, it will continue to grow in popularity.
0: Great insight and always appreciate your perspective, Mike. And I I know our audience has gotten to know you through your voice and your interviewing style, but what they don't know is always off mic what we're talking about and, and that you are a down to earth and friendly and genuine person and how much you are giving of your time. So we appreciate the wealth of knowledge and the influence that you have been on Dairy Stream. And I know we took you out of retirement for a few years, but um, your time, like we said, it's happened right during the pandemic that we said, thank God we had Mike Austin's voice. Uh, to help kind of guide us through that difficult time. Maybe even in 2020, we contracted you to do 18 podcasts, and I think you did 25.
1: <laughs> so- yeah, it was a busy year, that's for sure. Well, yes. All right. So well, we- enough of all your praise, though. Otherwise, you know, you mentioned I never want to push a product, but you keep talking like this, I'm going to have to grab a tissue. So <laughs> That's why we're grabbing Kleenex here, all right?
0: <laughs> hey, I'm going to have to call them for sponsorship now. <laughs> yeah,
1: there you
0: go. <laughs> so, Mike, I'm hoping you can give us a last piece of advice and then, you know, give us some closing comments and a final sign-off. What advice do you have for our listeners
1: Uh, I think this is for everyone in in general, but, you know, obviously for producers, because that's really our target audience. But be curious, Uh, be engaged. What's going on in your industry? This is for you as well, although I know you already have that, Joanna. Uh, Always have open dialogues with those throughout the industry because, uh, you know, you really need to be. Well, really, you you are the true experts, and I think you should take advantage of that and the resources and knowledge that's, you know, available to you. Um, I think it's important to make sure, you know, you, you do your homework and you know about The topics you know about things you're going to try. Uh, You do a lot of investigating with some new technology programs, all those kind of things. I think communications is so important. This gets back to the heart of being a family-based business. Um, I think communications within the family is one of the most important things we all can do, Uh, and it includes your farm team, too, because there's so many key people there. You all have to be on the same page. And I think something that I've learned and this is for any aspect of business or even the family dynamic is make sure you know you, you, you take time for yourself and enjoy your family and have fun with your friends. I think you have to make sure that when you make a decision on your dairy business that everyone understands why it's being done. They may not all always have to agree with it but at least understand the reasons for those. I think that's a vital part of communications. Uh, try to stay positive try to laugh every day it's not only fun but it's uh, healthy as well as i learned from my heart doctor so remember that and remember you know outside of the reign of those of us that make up the dairy industry there are your customers the consumers and many reports have shown that they really do believe in you they like you for the most part They like how you're doing things. Not everybody, but again, they're open to your story. And that's the last thing I want to stress is remember, you are that storyteller because no one else knows the industry like you do. You have a great story to tell and you're the best at telling it. So make sure you continue to. Take these avenues into social media, opening your farms, having events, talking to neighbors, even at the grocery store. That's the way this industry is going to continue to grow. And most importantly, uh, better understood, because as we mentioned so many times, it's just so many generations now remove the farm. They don't really know. But, you know, you think of any other occupation, if you're not involved with it, how well do you know that? You have the opportunity to tell that story. And I hope you will do that in closing. I do consider myself, you know, very fortunate. I've been able to work with some great people. I've worked for some great people, and I've spent decades with you. I really consider special people, and I tell you, I have a lifetime of great memories that just I'm going to treasure for the rest of my retirement. As for Dairy Stream, I'm very confident that the transition of hosting this podcast will be an easy one for Joanna. She has done a wonderful job, you know, in basically preparing me for these podcasts. And I know she's been excellent as my replacement on radio. And I'm sure through her passion for the dairy industry, her work ethic and her infectious personality, uh, you're going to find it a real pleasure to listen to future podcasts on Dairy Stream. So for the last time, I'm Mike Austin wishing you a dairy delightful day. The Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative would like to thank you for listening to Dairy Stream. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and rate Dairy Stream. We value your feedback. And if there's something you'd like to hear, just email us, podcast at dairyforward.com.